This episode is sponsored by our friends with the Sharp Mortgage Team. You know the weather's getting warmer, but the triad real estate market is hot. If you've been waiting for more homes to hit the market and better rates, now is the time to reach out to the Sharp Mortgage Team with Highlands Mortgage. It's important to have a conversation with mortgage pros before you shop for a home so that when you find the house you love, you'll be ready to make an offer. Call them today, 336-575-9448, or you can visit their website at sharpmortgageteam.com to talk to a member of their team. Don't wait. The summer home buying season is already underway. So again, 336-575-9448 or sharpmortgageteam.com. That's sharp with an E at the end, sharpmortgageteam.com. This is the Triad Podcast Network. I'm Algernon Cash, and you're locked in. This conversation that you're going to hear today, it's been um, long in the planning. Uh, I've been working on this for several weeks, um, trying to get my my guests locked in today. Adam Witten is the founder and producer for Triad Podcast Network. It's a fast-growing local content platform where you can hear local voices talking about a wide range of issues, whether it be sports, politics, business, food, and of course, yours truly, I am on the network as well. I'm so excited to finally have Adam lock it in with me. How you doing, man? You got a busy schedule. Yeah, I'm good, man. Um, I'm. You're absolutely right in the way you described it. We've been working on this for a few weeks, but man, it's it's been great to to work together and you and I finally got a chance to meet in person and, and have lunch. That's the thing about this. When when you operate in a digital space like podcasts can be, you only tend to know people maybe through Zoom meetings or through emails or texts or or even just audio conversations. So I always enjoy the opportunity. And that's what's so great about this being local is I get to have a lot of face-to-face meetings with the people like yourself that uh, that are a part of this. So good to talk to you, man. Yeah, likewise. I think I've actually booked conversations with the governor faster than I have <laughs> with with you. Now, I'm just playing. I, so for my audience, as you know, I, I stay pretty active myself. So um, both our calendars and schedules were were a little hard to get aligned. But we are here today. And um, I originally had a chance to meet Adam and learn more about his growing network through a, another mutual friend, Tim Beeman, um, who will probably hear this conversation at some point because he's my producer. And so we want to send a shout out to Tim who is, I guess, considered the pod father. Um, yes. He's the sort of the, the local father of podcasting around around this area. And um, Tim was able to get me connected with Adam. And I guess we've been running some content with you now for, what, about 18 months. Um, our Eat, Drink, Triad program, mm-hmm. as well as um, Locked In. Yeah, it's been a while. It's uh, it's, it's great contact and our great content. And, you know, Algernon, you're, you're so plugged into the to the local scene not just with Eat, Drink, Triad, but whether it's politics or the state of, of the economy or, or other roundtable discussions that you have. I enjoyed your conversation with, uh, with Brian over from The Dash in your recent episode. So uh, you're, you're just, you are a mover and shaker in this town and you visit with other movers and shakers. But certainly, yeah, shout out to, to Tim, who is the podfather of the Triad. Uh, he was the one who who I learned from that we, we met first met over at Cranky's and I thought we were just going over there to have coffee. And then he ordered 
a biscuit while he was over there. And that was my introduction to the fact that Cranky's has amazing breakfast and amazing biscuits. So uh, shout out on two counts to to Tim Beeman on that. Oh, he's, he's always connecting people to good food in town. You, you know, Adam, for my audience that that, you know, maybe they don't listen to the show, particularly on the Triad Podcast Network. I know we also um, we air on WTOB. We've also got the podcast in some other places. So for my audience that maybe this is the first time they're meeting you, first time they're learning about the local network. How do you describe it? What What motivated you to create this sort of local content platform? Yeah, it's a good question. So the the network is exactly, I mean, it's it's pretty self-explanatory in terms of what it is. It is a network of content uh, encapsulating a lot of different categories and interests that have to do with, with our particular uh, community. And so I, I got the idea about seven years ago um, to start doing this. I have a I have a background in the audio industry. I work in in college sports broadcasting from a full-time perspective and so and it's on the audio side. So I've been doing audio since I was in college. So it's been over, you know, been over two decades that I've been working in audio professionally and uh as podcasting continued to grow and grow and grow, um I wanted to try some way to get involved and do more in that space. And I saw that while the content was growing there just wasn't a whole lot out there from a local perspective. You know, Tim Beeman was was the only one really doing it with mm. uh, the less desirables, and he was doing it very well. It's a great pop culture show, and and they talk about a variety of different topics. Um, so what I wanted to do was find a, a space kind of alongside that, where um, where where I could offer a menu, uh, for lack of a better term, since we've already been talking about food offer a menu of different things that people could sample on our feed. And we started out with real estate. And I had an early show with an HVAC, a local HVAC company just to talk about tips around the house. Uh, it, it moved on to there. It moved on from there to working with Jason Thiel and the downtown partnership um, about local, about local business owners in the downtown area. We've done restaurants. We've done um you know, find uh, we work with a local financial advisor just to provide money tips and budgeting and saving and how to cut down your expenses. And again, it's it's not necessarily content that is unique just from a overall broad picture. You can find a lot of podcasts out there about money. You can find a lot of podcasts out there about real estate and food. But we wanted to be the one that made its mark as being all locally sourced, right? Mm. You can find out about what's happening in real estate, but as we know, real estate is so different from the triad of North Carolina to Chicago or the Southwest or the Northeast. And so where could you find local real estate information? And that's what we try to do with our guy, Blake Ginther from the Ginther Group. And so um, that was where that's where the idea eventually evolved. And so we wanted to make something that was very easy a low lift for people. Podcasting is, as you know, Algernon, is it takes more work than what you realize when you first start doing it. So um, we partner with with people in all different categories of life around here, and we do once a month shows with all of them, and then we combine it into one feed. So if you're somebody that that listens to podcasts and you want local information, subscribe to one place, the Triad Podcast Network, and you can search through our menu of of shows that we do and. You may only order one thing at a time, but that's that's okay as long as uh, we we hope to be able to provide something for everybody. That's the goal. 
it's time to get serious about your financial future. It's never too early, but it could be too late to get started. And that's oftentimes the hardest part, getting started. How much do I save? Where do I invest? Do I save for college or retirement? How much for each? And who do I talk to about it all? Okay, we'll keep things simple for now and help you answer the last one. We recommend you begin with a local financial advisor. And that's Jennifer Johnson of Three Magnolias Financial Advisors. She'll sit down with you for a complimentary introductory consultation and go over all of your questions. Get started on the path to achieving your financial goals. Visit 3magnoliasfinancialadvisors.com or call 336-701-1600. Get comfortable with your financial future. 3 Magnolias Financial Advisors. Retirement, financial planning, and investments. Securities offered through Satara Advisor Networks, LLC, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through 3 Magnolias Financial Advisors. 3 Magnolias Financial Advisors and Satara Advisor Networks are not affiliated. Satara is under separate ownership from any other named entity. What I, what I like about what you're doing and what really drew me in to, to the whole Triad Podcast Network, because I, I originally how I found out about you was actually through your billboards. Um, and, and so your billboards did work. It, it prompted me to ask Tim because, you know, the person I knew that was so deeply experienced with podcasts or podcasting here in our in our community was Tim. And so when I first found your billboard, I, it prompted me to say, Tim, you know, what, what is what is this network? And then obviously come to find out his his show was already on the network. Um, I, I love the fact that you're curating local content because there there has just been an explosion. I I, I think. Just about everybody in 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 the country has a podcast show. I, I mean, there are, there are so many podcast hosts, and you, you know, I I think up until maybe the last several years, it, it was sort of like an eclectic group. People like Tim Beeman, who maybe you didn't know much about, who put these kind of conversations together. Now you've got large, um, you know, news show hosts that have their own podcasts, and and pundits, and and journalists, and so many people have come out with their own podcasts. How do you really navigate such a such an expanding and 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 vast field? And and I guess Adam, from your professional opinion, at 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 what point do we reach a breaking point in terms of the just the amount of content and and stuff that that's out there in the digital space? Yeah, that's that's a good question. So the 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 first part in terms of navigating the space, um, you got to know what you are, and you have to stick to that. Um, as I mentioned before, the things that we do from a content perspective, there's so much out there that's very much like it. I mean, like I said, if, if you're interested in financial planning, you're interested in budgeting, making, you know, how to how to how to put yourself in, in a good financial position as as you get older, you can search for it on your podcast app and you'll find hundreds of options. How do you figure out what's for you? Um so again, you know, I knew and and when I got into it, podcasting had already taken off to a different stratosphere. And so my thought really had to be, well, how do I make this different from what else is out there? And the difference in what we do is that it's local um, and that it offers, it's a network. It's not a singular show. It's a network. And so it's a, it's a one-stop shop for all this, all this stuff. And navigating the space is, is harder than it's, than it's ever been. I do think it's hit a little bit of a plateau. Hmm. Um, because not to say that it won't keep increasing the, the number of podcasts that are out there won't keep going up, but it's not going up at the rate that it, that it was, hmm. um, like so many other things, the pandemic, um, 
the pandemic really created this this totally different acceleration on the creation of podcasts. Um, as people were spending more time at home, they're trying to figure out what they can do with their time, um, how they continue to get their message out there, how they can continue to be an extension of their brand without being able to be with people in person. And podcasting is a great way to do that, to still communicate to people, but doing so in a, in a way where you didn't, where you weren't face to face. Um, so every, like, a, like so many other things, it grew at a, at a, at a breakneck speed during the pandemic. And it's, it's slowed down. The statistics will show, especially in terms of numbers of shows that are on Apple podcasts, um, that it's, it's, New shows are being added at a much smaller rate mm. than what they were before. And and the thing that people don't tell you is while new shows are popping up all the time, how long do they last? Mm. Um, I think people would be surprised to know how many podcasts only last three months or less yeah. before they phase out because people realize how hard it is. Um, yeah, I, you know, I I actually during the pandemic I discovered some some new voices and new podcasts, and th these were actually people. To your point, these are people that I may not have discovered had it not been for the pandemic. It, we, we just had so much more time on your hands; you're able mm -hmm. to to find and and search out these new voices. Um, but I was always like um, disappointed when after the sixth episode of their show, you just never heard from them again. Yeah. Um, and, and that's been the case in, in, in a lot of situations. And, and I'm someone, my audience, I, I know you're, you, you, my audience knows how hard this is even for me. I mean, you know, my day-to-day -day career is more like investment banking and consulting. And so oftentimes I'm curating and pulling these shows together when I have time and these yeah. conversations with relationships that I already have. Um, and I always wish that I can be more consistent with it, but it is it is really, really hard. I mean, you're scheduling the show. You got to prepare for it. You got to get the content right, questions right, all these different things. And then on top of that, you probably have another job um, that that's actually demanding a lot of your time. You, you know, Adam, I started my media career with Intercom and I used to do a, a, a show called The Afternoon Thing with Buster Brown on 97.1. Um, I also co-hosted um, Community Focus on the weekends with Renee Vaughn, and then subsequently I went on to co-host um, Straight Talk on 102 Jams with, with Chris Lee when he was living here. Back then, podcasts had had not hit the rate of growth that that we've seen in the last few years. And to some degree, when you talk to people inside of the radio station, they they sort of used to dismiss this idea of podcasting and they they would remind me that hey we're we're really on the radio these guys are just pretending to be on the radio but it but it feels like and maybe this has happened through the pandemic it feels like there's been a pendulum swing where people really find podcast hosts and these shows and these types of platforms to be even far more credible than some of the traditional media that's out there what what prompted that that trigger what what changed I think it I think it has a lot to do with the habits of of the audience, the habits of the consumer. We are you see it in television too. We are much more of an on-demand society when it comes to media than than we've ever been. Um and and I think hopefully it's it's gotten to the point now where it's not as much of a competition where, you know, radio is in this bucket and podcasting in this bucket. It's all audio, right? Yeah. It's all communicating through an audio platform, whether it's live or on demand or a combination of both. So I think what you're seeing is not necessarily that people are, you know, not really as interested in radio and they're more interested in podcasting. I think it's more of a they're not as interested in live as they are in on demand. 
And we're mm. seeing that in television. Cord cutting is is a very popular phrase right now. And so, you know, Algernon, back when you and I were kids, you you Friday. That was only last like, week, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, when I was a kid, we would my family and, and I, we would make it appointment to sit around the television on certain nights and watch certain shows, because if you didn't record it on your VCR, that was the only way to watch it. That doesn't happen anymore. You want to watch something, you pull it up on Netflix or Disney Plus or Hulu is like, hey, let's watch this tonight. And you watch it whenever dinner is ready and or or right after dinner. And and so, you know, there's just not as much appointment viewing or appointment listening and content anymore. Sports is maybe the one exception to that or, you know, breaking news or election results, things like that. Politics has a certain place there. But the reality is... um, on demand is become such a staple of our media consumption right now. People want to listen and watch things when they want and how they want. And podcasting has been a benefactor of that from an audio perspective. Yeah, I, I get so frustrated when, you know, some of these networks, whether it be Netflix or HBO or Hulu, they give you a show, but they just won't go ahead and give you the entire show. They they want to sort of drip it out every week. They it's like they're trying to take us back to how it was so yeah. long ago. But I'm so happy those times are past. I mean, if I want to sit and binge watch a show the, for the entire weekend, and that's just essentially just just what I want to do, um, and and vice versa, I've got my old my own my whole list of podcasts that I like to listen to almost almost a daily basis or in the mornings when I'm trying to get ready for work and. Um, again, to your point, to be able to sort of know you can listen to those shows when you want. Or, you know, you know, Adam, there's been times where I'm working on, you know, writing an op-ed and, and I like to go back and listen to a New York Times podcast on a specific topic or whatever. And, and being able to have that audio available to do that is, is really interesting. You know, there's someone that's listening to this conversation today and they're thinking, I want my own podcast, Okay. And one thing that you do that that I also want to highlight, you've done a really great job at helping local brands, local companies to be able to create a voice associated with that company. So whether you're in the real estate business or you're an accountant or financial planner or whatever, you you literally give a voice to that particular company and to that brand. So to that business owner, that entrepreneur who may be listening to our conversation today, Adam, and they're thinking, I want to launch my own podcast What's your what's your advice to them? My advice is first, whatever you think it's going to require from a workload and resources standpoint, at least double that. <laughs> I can guarantee you whatever you're thinking about in relation to launching a podcast, it's going to be a lot tougher um, than what you think, which is why, like I said, so many podcasts fizzle out after three months or less. Um, but there are ways to make, and, and that's partly why I designed this to be something where people only had to do it once a month. So mm. when I go to, uh, pick your, pick your content provider on our network and I say, Hey, would you like to launch a podcast together as a part of this network? I tell them all we need is once a month. I need an hour of your time to record something and me and my team will, will, will take care of the rest of it. So we make it, like I said, we make it low risk. Um, we 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 make it uh, low risk from a financial standpoint, from a time standpoint, um, and it is something where if you can just give me an hour of your time and and help come up with something, uh, you know, a topic or a guest that you want to talk to, we can 
chances are we can probably take care of the rest. So, uh, but if someone is is looking to start something, the other thing that I would say is it's a great idea as long as your expectations are are well placed. Mm. Um, because this is an extension of your brand. This is an extension of your communication. If you're a business owner, you have a website, you have social media, you might have an email newsletter. Why not have a podcast too? Because mm. what a, unless you're meeting customers face-to-face, this is one of the few times that you have a chance to have intimate conversation with people in a format that you can totally control. You can talk for as long as you want about whatever you want. There are very few restrictions. It's a blank canvas. Um, and it just it all it can do is help you from a building trust and and better communicating from your voice lend your voice to your message um in addition to the written word we're never going to say do a podcast instead of social media do a podcast instead of a video series but this is a great compliment to what you're doing because the one the, the biggest benefit that i see to podcasting in terms of reaching people is it's one of the few, maybe the only real medium where people can consume while they're multitasking mm. and everybody's multitasking these days. When, when, you know, when do you listen to podcasts, when you're doing chores around the house, when you're going to the gym, when you're going for a run, uh, maybe while you're working, can't do that with a newsletter. It needs all, it needs your eyes and it needs your sole attention. YouTube video needs your attention. All these different things, they need your attention. You can't do, you can't consume that while you're while you're doing something else. Podcasting allows you to do that. So you're offering people the convenience of it. You're putting your voice on it. You're building, you're building more trust. It's just another way to communicate with people. Um, but in terms of somebody who wants to get started with it, you know, if you want to talk to me and our team about it, great. If you want to talk to Tim Beeman about it, he has great advice yourself. Uh, there's a lot of people here locally. We don't want to be territorial about this thing. Just uh, all I can recommend is that you talk to somebody who's done it before and can tell you manage your expectations manage your time you know don't don't assume that this is going to be easy and it's going to take off right away it's it takes time and it takes consistency so make sure you're crawling before you run with this thing and that way you can build it to something that's sustainable i want to take a quick break from this show to do two things one we'll say thank you for listening and supporting the triad podcast network Just listening to this episode is appreciated. Second, I want to ask that you support a local business that supports us as a presenting partner, a real estate company we trust, the Ginther Group, located in Winston-Salem. Right now, in the spring, the housing market is moving fast. You need someone you can rely on to assess your situation, read the data and trends, and steer you in the right direction. Interest rates, inventory, new construction, there are so many factors that impact our local market. Don't buy into the national internet headlines. Get the information from the folks right here in our neighborhood. Contact Blake Ginther and the Ginther Group today. Whether you're buying or selling, have cash or not, or if your home isn't in the ideal condition for selling, chances are they have a solution for you. Call 336-283-8689 or visit theginthergroup.com. Buying, selling, investing, or just learning, whatever you need, start now and Like me, you can become a Ginther Group client for life. 
I 100% agree with your advice. And, and I would also add, you know, make sure you understand what your, what your core message is all about. What, what is it that you're trying to, what kind of outcome are you trying to create? I, I know for, for me, I, I looked around and, and recognized that I had a really um, extensive network of contacts and, and relationships with people that were doing really super cool things, whether it be in business or politics, media, the community. And so for me, my podcast is really just a, collection of conversations with some of my closest friends. And it's it's almost like you get to be on the phone with us while we talk about whatever we talk about. And through that conversation, you're able to gain some value um, that you can obviously utilize and leverage in your own business or your career or your personal life and, and so forth. But I had to be very clear about what my intent was for why I wanted to put these conversations together for, to me, for me to be able to create those kind of outcomes. And a lot of times I find that people that get into podcasting they're, they're just not clear on what their core objective is and, and why do they want to have the conversation. And so you end up having an hour and a half conversation that is just you and your buddies rambling um, and, and there's no value in it. And, and so it makes it really difficult for the podcast to really grab, you know, take root and and, and grow. I also agree with you, Adam, that it, it does build trust between you and the community and it, and it really positions an individual as somewhat of a thought leader, it, it, it's amazing how smart people think I am because I have this microphone in front of me and, and because you hear my voice on WTOB on Sunday morning. But um, it, it really does help you to position yourself as someone that's credible in the community within whatever your industry vertical might be. Um, and, and, and then lastly, I, I think by creating the content, the content sort of outlives you. You know, I, I, I can't tell you, Adam, the number of times I went into a meeting and someone brought up some podcast episode they heard, and and the episode might have been two years old. Um, and you know, and a lot of times what happens is, you know, I've got that meeting coming up with someone. Most people tend to go online to start figuring out who they're meeting with. Um, they come across my podcast show, they see a bunch of different conversations about topics that may interest them, and and then I, I come into the meeting and they've already listened to one or two episodes which certainly lays the groundwork um, for, for me to be able to start developing a relationship with that person on another level. So so definitely agree with all your points. I'll add those. One last thing before I get ready to let you go, for, for, for that person who is thinking about seriously pursuing this, um, what kind of budget do you advise? I've always had people ask me, what should they spend to start this up? Now, I, I know when I started, I spent virtually nothing. I, I didn't have any special equipment, no microphone, no lights, no no nothing. I, I just sort of got on and, and started talking. I don't know if that's how you're supposed to do it. And and then as I got started, I started to you know build upon um, my base and my platform from there. But what's your advice to someone that's just starting out? Yeah. So let's say you, you want to start your own podcast, like you're saying, and it's something that you're going to do personally and uh, you want to make sure you've got the right setup. So the 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 main cost that that you're gonna have initially, um, your first thing is is your equipment. Um, you know, I, I invested in uh, a pretty good microphone um, to be able to use at home to be able to record so that you know my voice sounded clean and polished. Um, you'll need editing software, something that you can use to to edit. Um, that audio and that's going to take more time than than you realize and again that's that's part of where some of the people that you can lean on as as experts in the field um, can help you in terms of you know guiding you to to what what makes sense um, and then there there are certain things that you have to have as a podcast you got to have somewhere to host it 
Um, you've got to have a place where you can upload the audio, publish it to an RSS feed, and then get it to the platforms where people listen, the Apples, the Spotify's, um, all those. So that's going to, you know, you can get that for between 30 and 50 bucks a month um, through a variety of different places. Just Google podcast hosting platforms and you'll find a bunch of different options. Um, and then there probably a website that you can point people toward as well, where you can host that content. Not everybody's going to listen to your stuff on their phone. If you could find a website where people can learn more about you and, and the shows that you're doing and find some written content, um, you know, there, there's a service that I use called PodPage, which just basically takes your RSS feed and can help create a very simple website. Mm. And you can get that for 20, 30 bucks a month. So your upfront costs, I think you could spend less than $500 and get a pretty decent podcast set up. Um, spend another 50 to 100 bucks a month on the, the various hosting services that you need to get the podcast out there to people. Um, and then, you know, from there you can, you can kind of build, you know, do you want a marketing budget? Do you want to pay people to, to help build content for you? That's, that's where we focus a lot of our dollars is, you know, we're very thankful to the sponsors that we have because they allow us to hire people to help create stuff. They allow us to hire people to, 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 um, produce podcasts for us. Um, and, uh, you know, help with some of that editing backend stuff that we do that I just don't have time to do myself. Um, so you can invest in that kind of stuff, but initially get yourself a good setup, get yourself a hosting site, maybe a website built. Um, and then, you know, you might need an account like, like we're doing on zoom or, or some other way to record virtually with, with people, um, like this, if you're doing stuff in person, then whatever you're buying for yourself, double it for, if you're trying to, trying to have a conversation with somebody, you know, somewhere in town at a local, at a location face to face, but a zoom pro account costs you a hundred something bucks annually. Um, there's other ones out there, but, um, the good thing now is, and this is the other thing the pandemic did is it really created a lot of these different options in terms of web software to, to do things like podcasting very, very easily. The setup is not hard. Um, but as we've already talked about the creation of the content on a consistent basis that's the heavy lift um, that you need to be prepared for. And I would encourage my audience, I mean, whether you want to start your own podcast or you just want to learn and discover more local content, uh, make sure you're following Adam Witten. He is the founder and publisher, or excuse me, and producer for Triad Podcast Network. It is located right here in your backyard. The voices that you have a chance to hear on, pod, on Triad Podcast Network are local voices, people that you may run into in your own community. Um, I am very honored myself to be partnered and, and working alongside of Adam and Triad Podcast Network. So, of course, you can catch my show there as well as our Eat, Drink, Triad program um, that we do record now on, on a monthly basis. And um, Adam, I guess as I get ready to leave you for my audience who may want to reach out to you, drop the website again, let them know how they get in touch with you. Yeah, the website's just triadpodcast.com. And uh, you can just search Triad Podcast Network wherever you like to listen to your podcast. That'll be the best way to reach us. 
Well, Adam, I appreciate you locking in. I appreciate the, the service and, and, and contribution that you're making to our local community and just the way that you're also supporting um, local content producers. So I appreciate the work that you're doing. And to my audience, I appreciate you because you always lock in here with me. Don't forget, make sure you stay tuned to WTOB every Sunday morning. That is where the Locked In Show broadcasts. But if you happen to miss me there, you can go subscribe and download the podcast on Apple, Spotify, Pandora, wherever you like to get your favorite podcast, you can lock in with me there. Until next time, y'all stay locked in. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode on the Triad Podcast Network. Our mission is simple. Provide information, advice, and stories about the people and places that make the North Carolina Triad such a great place to be. You can find us by searching Triad Podcast Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, pretty much wherever you like to listen. If you like what you heard and want to support the show and those that contribute, we would truly appreciate a rating and review on your favorite podcast app. It helps spread the word along, as do your shares on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Triad Podcast. To get in touch with us, simply email info at triadpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. This is the Triad Podcast Network.